Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim Adaf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Nidah Daf Samech Dalet Amud Bet. About to begin our study of the last parak of Masachet Nidah, Parak Tinoket. Tinoket Shalohigiyazmanalir Ot. So in our Mishnah we're going to discuss three types of young women getting married. The first is Tinoket Shalohigiyazmanalir Ot. Meaning, a girl who has not yet arrived at the age when she would see Damnita, typically, like a 10-year-old, 11-year-old. Then he said, they got married. She gets four nights. What does that mean? That means that any Dam she sees for the first four nights is going to be assumed to be Dam Betulim, which is not Damnida, and is part of the wound of her becoming Beula. Uh, and therefore, she's not a Nida. After four nights... She, any dam that comes out, she will be considered any dam. However long it takes for her wound to heal. And we talked much earlier in the Masachet about what that might be. Second group. Let's say a girl came of age, did not yet see dam, but she was of age to see dam and got married. Now it's far more likely that the dam is going to be dam. She gets the whole first night. Because as you remember from Ketubot, Aleph, Aleph, the first Mishnah, girls would get married, virgins would get typically married on Wednesday night, so Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, until Motzei Shabbat, or Balilot. We'll see why the Mishnah uses this extra phrase. Third case, Ratavo If she already saw Dam before getting married, she was still in her father's house, all she gets is the first Bi'ilah, we expect Dam to come then. So we see that every position sort of shifts so the position that Beit Shammai takes in the first group is Beit Hillel's in the second group. And the position that Beit Shammai has in the second group is the one that Beit Hillel has in the third group. Okay. We're in the first case, if she's not of age, but even if she already saw Dam, she's still classified as uh, as Loigi Azmanah and gets that time. In the rest of the Mishnah, they distinguish between already having seen and not seen. We can infer that the Resha doesn't distinguish, because it didn't mention it, whether or not she did see or not see. It's just a question of age. The Behel's position in the first case explicitly is whether or not she actually ever did see. If she's not of age, that's the halacha. Okay, so how long does it take for the, to heal? As long as she's still bleeding. I don't know what this nechira is. That's a euphemism, literally a spit in the mouth, but the dam is there. Meaning every time she has bia, she has dam. What is this nechira that Rav meant? Rav explained to me. Every time she stands up, she bleeds, but when she sits down, she doesn't. That indicates that she's still the wound is still fresh. So uh, same thing if she sits on the ground and sees dam, but if she sits on pillows where her body's a little bit not in that sharp angle, and she doesn't see We know that she hasn't yet healed, and any dam we assume is from the If She sits on both ground and pillows, or on on. Uh, on standing or sitting, and she sees or doesn't see, in both cases, actually it's all about the pillows and the ground, then if it's, as long as it's consistent, we know that her wound is healed, and that was damnida. Okay, Higiyaz Mana, this is the second group, Itmar, Shimsham Biyamim, 
Now, what we said was that the girl gets either four nights or one night. What happens if she has Bia during the day? She still gets her four nights. She doesn't get her four nights. Why did Rav say she didn't lose her nights? Because the Mishnah says, which makes it sound like um, like she gets 96 hours from the wedding. She gets uh, four nights, meaning uh, straight four days and nights. She does lose the nights. Why? What does mean? And Ona, if you remember, is either day or night. So she gets four night times. If she has Bia during the day, that crosses out one of her night times. So according to Rav, why does it say Arbalilot? Admot say Shabbat. Why say Arbalilot? Arahara Kamashlan. The darker to be a Balailot. Because it's normal for Bia to happen at night, so then it, it described it in a normal fashion. So according to Levi, why does it add Admot say Shabbat? Just say four nights. It's so good the beginning of Ketubot. Positioning like Shmuel, you can go through a sort of a tight entrance on Shabbat, even though you may leave some shards behind. So in the same way, you're allowed to have the first Bilah on Shabbat, and therefore it mentions specifically on Motzei Shabbat, so Shabbat is included. And that again is a sugi at the beginning of Tubot in detail about Pekuri Nifgar, Chavari Mechbar, etc. Itmar, Baal, let's say a fellow had his first Bia, and there was no Dam. The second time he found Dam, Rechinir says, that's a Siman, it's Dam Nida. In other words, the first Bia didn't produce Dam, so therefore, there is no Dam Betulim. So this next Dam is Nida. Ravasi says, Toharat. Let's see why. If there was Dam Betulim, it would have come out the first time. Maybe the first bia he had, like Shmuel described in Ketubot, I'm able to have several bilot without dam, because I know exactly how to enter without knocking anything out. The Edach, and sort of Hanina's answer, response to that is, Shani Shmuel, Rav Guvre. Rav Shmuel is very talented in that, but that he said it about himself. He didn't say that it was a common trait and ability. Okay, I'm a Bogeret. What about a Bogeret? Not mentioned on a Mishnah. That means a girl who's already beyond Na'arut, and she has Simane Bogeret. She gets married at the old age of 14, which in, in those days was not the norm. All right, She gets the whole first night. But that's only if she never saw Dam before. If she ever saw Dam, she gets the first Bia, the Tula. So she's categorized, like Beit Shammai puts, the, uh, the last girl. In our Mishnah. So we have a story that Rebbe gave a girl uh, four nights to have Bia and any Dam be considered Dam Betulim over the course of 12 months. In other words, she married a fellow who was traveling. And so he, they married, and right after the first night he had to go on travels. He came back several months later, and it turned out to be four nights of cohabitation during 12 months. So how does this play out on the calendar? If uh, if she was Aktana at the time, then the Mishnah says which means that uh, that she gets much more than four nights. She gets uh, according to Beit Hillel, and that's how we would rule. She gets uh, until the wound heals. All right, so uh, there's no, no reason for Rebbe to hold her to four nights. It must have been that the whole thing was during the, the time of Na'arut, but Na'arut, there is no Na'arut for 12 months. Shmuel famously said, There's six months of Na'arut, and then you're Bulgarit. 
Maybe Shmuel just meant there's never less than six months. There could be more. Habavad Kamar Shmuel said Bilvad, meaning there are only six months. It must be that she was, let's say, 11, and she had one night during Katnut, another one a few months later during Katnut, and then a few months later, she became a Nara, and she got two more. So, this is already asked of Rav. What if she moves from one period to another period of the periods mentioned in our Mishnah while she's married? Everything you did before she became a Nara counts as one Bia. And then you get, let's say, three more nights. Which means, then, the only way to configure Rebbe's scenario is if she had one B as a Ketana and three as a Nara. But you can't fit three as a Nara into the remainder of 12 months if you assume even three-month intervals. It must be that the last one was as a Bogaret, which proves that, and that whole reason is brought in, that a Bogaret gets a full night. If you say normally a Bulgarit gets more, just like all those biot that you had as a Ketana, knock out the four you get as a Narat to three, so it must be that a Bulgarit normally gets two, and all the biot she had earlier knock it down to one. So that means a Bulgarit should get more than one night. But if a Bulgarit normally gets either just one biot or just uh, one night, so too low. Then all the things that happened before should knock that down to be at mitzvah. Why did Rebbe give her a full night? So the answer is the case is not helping us at all. It's not about pogeret. The reality was one was she was a ktana, the other three were all as a nara. Who says that the intervals were all three months? There's an interesting discussion about how to interpret this, but one simple way to read it is the intervals weren't even. So she could have gotten one as a Ketana, and six months later had number two, and then two months after that, number three, and two months after that, or the first one could have been an eight-month interval. And therefore, all three could have happened during Na'arut. Okay, Minyamin Saksana was a guy. have a shakil He was visiting Shmuel's town. He thought to, to rule as a visiting rabbi, itinerant rabbi, like Rav, and to give a Bogaret a full night, even if she saw Dom, which is not what Rav said, even if she'd already seen Dom. He held that Rav did not distinguish. So caught him Shachi Boorcha. On his way, while he was planning to give this to this Psak, he died. So Shmuel commented on behalf of Rav, that Natsadik will never have bad things happen to him, meaning that this fellow was about to issue a psak in Rav's name, which Rav did not agree with, and would have been wrong. And so God uh, stopped it from happening. And it's only here because of quoting Rav, which we had earlier. Once a person's teeth fall out, then he gets less food. So the two things of, of clean out teeth, as if your teeth are cleaned out and gone, and um, and no food. Okay, the third clause in the Mishnah is about a girl who uh, who saw Adam while she is Bevetavia. In other words, um, she's still not married. And then she gets either one night or Bilat Mitzvah. She gets one night. She gets a full night. 
Here he says something that's very odd. Is an onah normally is either a day or a night. Here he says it's a night and half the day. Since when is an onah that? Ormenu, watch this. Let's say a fellow had a wine press or an olive press that was tamay. He wants to use them for tara and do a very quick turnover. All of the, the wood things that are used to press down midichan. He has to wash them. Hakalim shon sorry Michelle beats the baskets that are used to collect the the olive mash in Minagvan, you have to dry them out. Shall Shifavish shall get me if it's like canvas, then Miyashnan, you have to let them sit for a while. Kham Miyashnan, how long? Yudbet Chodesh. Twelve months. You have to leave them from one press to another, which is going to be about 12 months anyways. That's the same. If things grow harvested earlier, that's okay, because the next, next harvest, according to Tanakama, you have to wait still 12 full months. Okay, Rabbi Yossi Omer. This is what we want to get to. You have to do Hagala in boiling water of any of these materials, the, the ones we just mentioned. Or put them into olive juice, which is very, very acidic. You put them under a faucet or a pipe where the water is coming out constantly. Or put it in a spring that the waters are coming out fast. It has to be there for a full onah. By the same way, the same rule that we learned about letting them sit there for an onah, the same rule of the 12 months. Now, klapelaya, what do you mean? That's upside down. You just taught me about taharot. So, taharot is the index. What we just learned now, apply the ayin nesach. Now, the point is, how long is an onah? A day or a night. So, how is it, Shemuel Gamaliel says, when it comes to the night for the Bulgarian, it's a night and a half a day. Or no, not it could be half a day, half a night. But either way, it's not a, a night and a half a day. They're not disagreeing. If it's in uh, the around the equinox and it's a full night or a full day, it's twelve hours. But if it's um, in the summer or near the solstice or in the solstice, winter solstice, then you have to give them, uh, in the case of the winter, let's say a day and part of the night. In the case of the summer, a night and part of the day. So So the Gabinida, why don't you just say she gets half the day and half the night? Why a full night and a day and half a day? But you so you can't say that what it said in Nida meant half and half, because it says a night and a half a day. So it could be that refers to the different periods of the year. It could be that it's going to be a full night. Or if it's in the you near know, the solstice, so it's gonna be half and half. Half a day, half a night. The other thing is there may be a local reason why the Onah here is longer. And that is that it takes a long time till they sign the Ktuban, get everything finished, and by that time uh, it may be very late at night. So to give her twelve hours, we give her the full night of which she only gets to start in the middle of, all the way to the middle of the next day. Okay, we'll pick it pick it up in the next podcast. In uh, as our, we study, continue our study of the last parakel, Masachet Nida, Parakatinoka. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.